You know what? You know what would be better? What? If this show started with the Hulk theme song from the 60s. Go for it. Just do it. Can we <laughs> sing it? No, like, fucking put Dr. it Dr. Spanner, Felton, Race turned into the why do you know, why do you, like, know that? Tony Stark makes you feel he's a good subject Welcome to the show, Welcome to every Marvel movie ever. This is our loosest start of all time. <laughs> it's going to get worse. I, I am your host, Gabe Thomas. With me, as always, is your co-host, Francisco Alcall. He's the one who didn't just sing a bunch of 60 superhero theme songs. Yeah. Uh, I still don't understand how you knew those just all the top of your head. Captain, Captain America. All those who chose to it's a bomber plane or a. one you know the least. Something, something, red, white, and blue, and Captain America throws his mighty shield. Alright then. Today's movie is The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Guys, I'm really sorry, but this is a really kind of nothing movie, so I had to give you a very special opening. Uh, okay. It's a, it's a very okay movie. It's it's obviously yes the sequel to last week's movie, The Incredible Hulk Returns, and I think before we start talking about the movie, we should get the warning out of the way. Oh yeah, there's some pretty touchy heavy, stuff. Heavy stuff. Uh, you wouldn't it, you wouldn't think it from an Incredible Hulk movie. They don't talk about it a whole lot. It's kind of just like one or two scenes. But, but we're gonna have still... to get into it. Yeah. So I guess we're gonna have to put on a rape sensitivity warning, which it's the trial of the Incredible Hulk. But I think if you're sensitive to sexual assault type content, this definitely is. I would the movie. skip this episode. That. Because that's kind of like the driving force of the entire that's movie. That's the cause of the trial. So so I would say come back next week when we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home, I believe. Or is it The Punisher? I don't know. We actually have a kind of confusing week ahead of us. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. We ha- did not expect that going in. But as soon as we realized that that was the content we were dealing with, we thought it was only fair to give you all a heads up. So... I would just turn this episode off completely and and just wait for next week's. But thank you for tuning in anyway. So, yeah, that's the end of the warning. But just thought we would inform you all. And so now we will get into our trivia. This was released to NBC, just like uh, <laughs> like 80% of the movies we've watched so far. Um, on May 7th, 1989. Oh, also episode 10, we made it. We're on episode 10, so we're I'm in double sure, digits really? now, yeah. So that's pretty sick. Uh, It was filmed on location in Vancouver in British Columbia, so we're we're going straight Canada. This has the first ever Stanley cameo. Yeah, um, I saw that. Which is awesome. I actually watched an interview where Stanley was talking about this show, so I'll probably leave in some clips of that because I thought that was really insightful. I had a cameo in one of the Hulk shows, and it was the one called The Trial of the Hulk, where he was in a court and there was a jury in the box. I was the foreman of the jury, 
sitting in the jury box. And in one scene, the Hulk gets angry, and he reaches down, and he lifts up the whole jury box with all 12 jurors. I mean, he only lifts it about two feet. And they jump out of the box in, in fear. Now, obviously, there's a hydraulic lift under that. I mean, Lou Ferrigno wasn't lifting it. I was in the jury box and having a great time with my little cameo. And then the Hulk started lifting it, and Bill said, cut. And he said, okay, Stan, you get out of there. I said, what did I do wrong? He said, nothing. We have to put a stuntman in there now because you got to jump out of the jury box. I said, it's two feet. I, I could step out. He said, no, that's considered a stunt. You've got to get out. A stuntman's got to do it. I was so angry. My big chance, and I couldn't even jump two feet. Rest in peace, Stanley. Rest in peace, Stanley. <laughs> so Re- Rex Smith plays Matt Murdock. Again, this is just something I wrote like Don Blake last week because I'm not going to remember. He was in a band called Phaedra and another one called Rex. So it was just named after himself, I guess. You, I don't know what to say. You take my breath away. You're every song I sing. He temporarily hosted the variety show Solid Gold and is an accomplished Broadway actor, so he has a lot of weird credits to his name. Good for him, though. But yeah, you know, he really, I guess he made it. And this was, again, directed by Bill Bixby, who, of course, plays Dr. David Banner. This was written by Gerald DiPego. I'm sure I butchered that, but he directed Phenomenon with John Travolta. Not Phenomena, the Dario Argento film, but Phenomenon with John Travolta. I think he's a psychic or something. I've never seen it. Um, and tons of TV stuff. Hold on, a movie that you've never seen? Well, it's a John Travolta movie <laughs> <laughs> with where he's a... He, Maybe it's an alien movie. Or is that Contact? John Travolta's an alien. Well, yeah. (laughs) He wants to... He is an alien. He's from the planet Xeno. Also, Gerald DiPego wrote Death of the Incredible Hulk, which is the final installment in this this TV Hulk movie trilogy. Wilson Fisk is played by John Rhys Davies, who is a very famous actor. He played Gimli in The Lord of the Rings. He played Sala in Indiana Jones, who... Just Google him, you'll know him. He's one of Indy's cohorts. Um, and he, I know him best as Aladdin's dad in the straight-to-DVD threequel, Aladdin in the King of Thieves. Kill Saluk. The code of the 40 thieves is very clear on this point. You're in. Uh, this was supposed to be like a backdoor pilot to a Daredevil show. I forgot to mention last week that the... That was supposed to be a pilot for a Thor show. So this did have very high attendance ratings or very, very, lots of people watched this when it came out. But what I found out is apparently nobody ever discussed actually putting the Hulk on trial. Because in this movie, the only trial, spoiler alert, is in a fucking dream sequence. So in this movie, Wilson Fisk is never called the Kingpin. You're getting that right out of the way. You guys are probably known best as uh, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio on the Daredevil Netflix show for all you youngins. But or the big guy from uh, the Spider-Man game. Right yeah, at the <laughs> yeah, the, the opening boss of, of Spider-Man PS4. So he's the main villain, but he looks nothing like Wilson Fisk. Random side note. Why is Kingpin in everything now? <laughs> I don't know. Like, he has, know. like, a, he's had, like, a weird... Renaissance. Yeah, he's, like, he's just in everything he's now. In a f- I mean, he's a good villain. He's a solid yeah, villain. Yeah, he is, but just... I don't know. Like, I feel like he's kind of everywhere now. I think it's because you don't have to... It's not, like, effects heavy. Like, yeah. like he doesn't have just get a mythical big, powers just or get anything. Just get a big, bald just guy. Just get a big, bald guy. That's kind of scary. Yeah. <laughs> Except in John Rhys Davies' case, he's, like, the least scariest <laughs> yeah. person of all time. In the black costume, so Daredevil has had 
well, technically three famous costumes if you count the yellow costume, but mostly the two best-known costumes are the red costume with the horns and then the black costume, which is from Frank Miller's Man Without Fear run. And I didn't realize that the Man Without Fear costume didn't come until after this movie. So this movie inspired the costume. The costume didn't inspire the no movie. No fuck. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? I know, right? I, that fucking kind of blew my mind. I had no idea. And this is the only time that Lou Ferrigno Hulk wore the famous purple pants. Yeah, I noticed that. Because was... Hulk is famous for having his purple pants. Any... If you watch the uh, Incredible Hulk cartoon from 1966. If you literally see anything with the Hulk in it, he usually has purple pants. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo wear purple pants? He wears purple mm, shirts. No, he doesn't. I don't think so. That That's weird. We are getting into our movie. So it opens. We get another recap. But this one is more a little more interpersonal because it's narrated by David Banner instead of being narrated by some guy. In each of us, there lives a kind of beast made of rage. Years ago, I used science to study this beast to bring him out of me. He has an re- even dumber name in this. Just letting you guys know. At least it isn't as obvious. Yeah, but it's... It's not good, but... It's, it's not David Banyan. Yeah. Okay, so in this movie, he goes by David Belson, which is farther removed from his... He hasn't changed the initial for some reason, but <laughs> yeah, he, he... I feel like that would be, like, the most important thing to change. Yeah, but no, he just keeps he keeps with it. I don't know why. And so he is. Uh, he's like, oh, there's a monster inside of me. I'm trying to cage it. It's the whole... You guys know what this is. And now he has a beard, and he spends his days just digging holes with a bunch of guys who look like they're from Denver, Colorado. Denver represent. Pretty much, he's become Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> what? Oh, is he a lumberjack now? He was in holes. Oh, <laughs> I thought he became a lumberjack. <laughs> yes, Shia LaBeouf. Would is you a lumberjack be surprised? Now. When was the last time you saw Shia LaBeouf? I mean, he lives in the woods, so people don't really see him. Oh. <laughs> oh. Because he's an actual cannibal. Yeah. Sh- yeah. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. Exactly. That's where the song comes from. Living in the woods, Shia LaBeouf. Killing for sport, Shia LaBeouf. Eating all the bodies. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. And so this... True story. <laughs> this asshole's just pushing Banner. He pushes him into a big old puddle. David's going to beat his ass with a shovel, but then he's like, if I do that, I'll probably become the Hulk. And so he doesn't do that, and he just walks off. And then he quits. <laughs> yeah, he just goes up to this lady, and who's run the whole operation, and is like, uh, you know, good luck with whatever you're up to, but I'm gonna fucking snap if I work here another second, so I'm leaving. <laughs> and he leaves, and then we got our, our sweet lonely man theme over a bearded Bruce Banner walking around town as is tradition at this point. <laughs> So we see Matt Murdock, and he's getting ready for the day, and somebody's helping him into a cab. And at the same time, it's like serendipity, and Banner walks right past him, and he's, he finds this place offering reasonable rent, and so he, he gets this, he gets a new apartment, whatever, he has a place to hide out. And so this weird fucking, this really weird-looking landlord guy starts following Banner outside, and he's complaining about how, oh, you know, that, that, that Fisk Tower is always blocking the sun, I can't see the sun anymore. He used to get the sun all morning. From my roof, I could see the mountains. Now all I got in my face is some rich man's tinker toy. I can't see the fucking sun. That's why I look so horrible. <laughs> I haven't gotten vitamin D in days. And Do you remember tinker toys? 
Yes, <laughs> yes. Then he just asks Banner if he remembers Tinker Toys. Remember Tinker Toys? As Banner you do. walks off. <laughs> and, and he, yeah, and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so back at Matt Murdock's office, Matt is just talking to this lawyer guy. He's like, oh, yeah, nice suit, dude. And, he's, and the guy's like, thanks. Oh, you got me because you're blind. <laughs> Kyle, nice suit. Oh, thanks. You know, it's funny you should mention that. It's like a really good deal. Very funny. And yes, Matt Murdock is blind. They will remind you of it every five minutes. In case My you hand didn't is know. right here. He's blind. <laughs> My <laughs> hand is in front of you. My hand I is know. over your chest. I know. <laughs> my hand is in front of you. I know. But my favorite thing about his blind performance is how he doesn't do anything to look like he's blind. <laughs> he doesn't have contacts and he doesn't have glasses. Pretty much all he does, he just doesn't look at whoever he's talking to. He just kind of looks past it's them. It's so weird. And like in scenes, you can clearly see his eyes moving sometimes. Yes. <laughs> it's, I mean, I know it's hard, but like it's, you buy a fucking pair of sunglasses at the $5 store. store. <laughs> it's not a thing. I was going to say dollar store. But <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't buy sunglasses from a dollar store. Uh, okay, and now it's not, it's not Murdoch, or Nelson and Murdoch, it's Murdoch and Klein, whatever, I don't care, because uh, <laughs> it's this chick named Krista Klein, and, and she's complaining about this, this secretary guy that's just right in front of him, and he, and because he's like, oh man, he was in the military, and now he's all, he's all Stupid. <laughs> stupid. I don't even remember what he's saying. He's, he's he talking about like about, 1,100 hours yeah, or something. Said, he did set a time in like military time and they want to fire him for it. Will you fire him, please? You hired him. I will give props to having a female lawyer and a male secretary in 1989, though. That's that's kind of different. I thought that was, that was nice, a little touch, because usually you would never see that, yeah. <laughs> a male secretary, um, unfortunately. And then so Matt just trips over a box and his girlfriend... Not his girlfriend, his partner. I thought it was his girlfriend because he's like, maybe it is. Is it? I, I don't know. I have no clue, but it seems like it, so his, I would assume, his, okay. yeah. So, whatever. Krista is asking him why he's looking out the window if he can't see. Yeah. Why do you sit here and look out the window so much? Are you remembering when you were a boy and could see? And he's like, oh, so I can feel the sun, but I don't feel the sun anymore because of Fisk's tower. And I'm gonna tear Fisk down, fucking. And so he says he's gonna tear it down brick by brick, and then the secretary yes. guy comes in and says, uh, "Actually, it's not it's made not of made bricks." It's not made of bricks. <laughs> and again, and again, they want to fire him. They're like, well, "The Fisk Tower is not made of bricks, sir." I was speaking symbolically, Petterman, a figure of speech. Would you fire him, please? <laughs> You're the senior partner. Mm. How would Matt Murdock know it's not made out of bricks? He's he, blind. He's blind. But <laughs> he can't see. <laughs> Why are you looking out the window, Matt? You're blind, you <laughs> idiot. Then we get... So David walks by, and then these these guys just exit this car, and there's this fucking crazy musical sting. And then we have the most obvious preventable jewel robbery I've ever seen. They don't even try to hide it. <laughs> you know, they... they, they fucking walk out into the middle of the jewelry store with a duffel bag in hand and just, like, stop at one of the diamond stands to put on their their, their weird, like, gloves and, like, Cobra Commander masks. Yeah, like, literally, in full view of everybody, they just put on, like, masks, and it's very obvious that they're about to rob the place, but nobody stops them. And the masks have, like, weird visors, so they look like Death Star operators or something. <laughs> and they have headsets also. They put these weird safe-cracking devices all over the place and tell your way to get the fuck out of there. They put the clothes sign in front of the door Yeah, for the bank, he does a twirl. But... 
like the entire building is made out of windows. Everyone can see that there's a robbery happening. But, but, but Franny is closed. It's yeah, closed. no it's shit. Funny. It's a fucking robbery. <laughs> yeah, he was just practicing his baton skills. <laughs> Wilson Fisk is obviously controlling this whole operation. He's talking to them, watching them on his weird row of monitors that he has his skyscraper of monitors the whole time wilson fisk wears these weird oakley sunglasses and has a beard which is not standard wilson fisk uniform i don't know how they fucked that up like yeah. just shave the beard and put him in a white suit he it's refused not that hard. to shave all of his facial hair off well yeah i mean would you shave all your facial hair off for the trial of the incredible hulk yeah Probably not. <laughs> Banner's waiting for a train. Daredevil. And, and there's like graffiti on the wall that says Daredevil rules. It's pretty It's that's literally pretty cool. everywhere. Yeah, I, I, I think that's that's fun. And so the, the diamond thieves get on the same train Banner is on. And we're about to get into the worst scene in any movie we've watched yet. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, definitely. So this is your last chance to get out of here. If anything, case. just skip ahead a few minutes. Yeah. I can't promise we won't bring it up later. But it's definitely gonna come up later, but like this is the worst of it. Yeah. So, so if if you really don't want to hear it, but you still want to listen to the rest for some reason, then just skip ahead a few minutes. And <laughs> that's you'll be that's fine, great self promotion for any for some reason. If you want to listen to it, I mean, one of them is is just a normal looking guy, uh, and the other one looks like Billy Idol, and he's like <laughs> one of them is like pretty normal, and the other one is just a complete psychopath. Yeah, he's got weird spiky blonde hair. And, you know, yeah, he looks like Billy Idol. And he looks he's, like he looks like he's from the '80s. <laughs> yes, and he very much is. And so he's like telling this chick who is about to—I didn't expect her to become a main character, but she did. Uh, her, her, so what's her name? Ellie. So he's telling this chick named Ellie on the on the train that oh she's beautiful, and then there's this like Santa Claus looking old guy, <laughs> and. And he's just being really, really creepy about all of it and starts harassing the old guy. And so he gets up and he walks off. And the lady is asking Banner, who's, like, sitting in front of her, because, so they're on a train, so, you know, Banner's, like, inches away from Ellie. And so she's like, Would you mind sitting next to me and pretend what a gift her? And then the guy... For some reason, Banner just doesn't do no. it. <laughs> I mean, I, can, I guess because he doesn't want to Hulk out, but, like, he's... I he, guess, but, like... Not a great hero move. Yeah. Because he lets it go on a very long time. The whole scene, I was just he yelling lets it go at on him for to, like, to wait, do it, something. The scene is, like, three minutes long, and it feels... Like it goes Way on longer. forever. Then, then, what do we call this guy? Because I don't want to keep saying Billy Idol tries to rape her. Because the... <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound yeah, good. Yeah, I was going to say to just keep calling him Billy Idol, but that's not that doesn't sound too good. Anyway, anyway what's his name? Danny, maybe? I don't know. Well, blonde him, guy. Let's call him Danny. I don't want to say blonde guy every time. Okay, so Danny is, is sitting next to her and starts saying all sorts of, of disgusting stuff. Right off the bat, I want to tell you I'm single. But I'm looking for a meaningful relationship. And then she tries to get away, and so he grabs her by the scruff of the jacket and starts, like, sniffing her hair. And Banner is starts, like, getting stressed out, but he's not fucking doing anything. And the lady, or like, Ellie's, like... He doesn't like, even move away from it. He literally just sits there. And, and then she says, Someday you're going to do something good for this world. You'll die. And then this, then Danny grabs her by the hair and he tells Banner to just get the fuck out. And then the other normal looking crook guy, he's like, Danny, don't, don't rape this woman. We're, we're already trying to get away with a diamond heist. We can't get away with this too. And, and then instantly goes back on what he says and joins. Yeah, exactly. And, and then Danny's like, shut the fuck up. And he's like, okay, Banner, get out of here. 
Or no, he doesn't say that, but he's like, get the fuck he out of here. He pretty much says that. And so <laughs> then finally Banner is like, oh my god, okay, leave her alone. This has been going on for about 20 minutes. The, he starts like, he start, the rapist starts groping her, and then there's this fight between the girl and her assaultant and Banner and the other guy. And we get this really horrible sped up stunt where, this, where Banner gets thrown over a passenger seat. Or, or like just like one of the rows of seats or whatever. It's really fucking bad. And then he hulks out. While the rapist starts kissing the Ellie, it's really gross. I hate it. And this time, in this scene, the hair is much better than it was in the last one, only for this scene. <laughs> and then it goes back to being horrible. Yeah, pretty much. They just forgot the wig that one I day don't they were shooting. I don't understand. I don't understand why it can't at least be black. I don't know. Lou Ferrino has dark hair, you fucks. Yeah, he literally, he probably could have just had his own, his normal hair. Exactly. And it been fine. Anyway, Hulk takes out the, the accomplice guy, and then that rapist guy pulls a gun on him. And so Ellie kicks the gun, and he shoots an innocent guy in the station. He shoots a guy, point blank. Yeah, so, and they eventually say that, yeah, that guy died. Yeah. He, like, he got shot and he died. I was like, oh, maybe he's okay, but he's not no, okay. No, he's definitely Confirmed dead. to kill. An elderly man just died of a gunshot wound. That causes the rapist guy to pistol whip her. You mean shenanigans? And Hulk throws him through the fucking doors. The doors of the train, once they're at the station, just they're fucking just corrode. And he slides across the ground and knocks over, like, ten people. It, it was literally... It was, like, it was a strike. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a strike. A strike! <laughs> and then the Hulk gets out of the train, and everybody's flipping out. And, and I noticed for a while they're not slowing down the footage like they were last time. Eventually they do it again, but for a while in this movie it's just like, no, you guys know what this is, it's okay. And then they slow it down when you start running. <laughs> and, yeah, and then it's bad again. But for now it's good, and the cops are, are after him, but he runs away, and he's in this weird empty subway area. Like, it's not like a subway tunnel, he's just in the maintenance bay. Yeah, I think that's what it's supposed to be. It just looks like a weird, it's like an empty stairwell looking area so i'm assuming it's like a maintenance area yeah yeah, yeah i guess so and then they find a, a, sh a naked banner and arrest him so matt murdoch is of course his lawyer in classic comic book marvel comic book fashion anytime a superhero is put on trial matt murdoch will come to defend so david asks matt why he's here matt explains that he thinks he knows the, t the two rapist guys and that they work for fisk but he doesn't have the proof but he just wants to take down fisk so and David says that the cops don't care about finding them, and that they think that David did it, so that's why he's been incarcerated for attempted rape. Um, and murder, apparently. And that murder, because that guy I was talking about, he got shot. Ellie's in the hospital with a concussion, and David starts telling Matt what happened, but, I mean, obviously he leaves out the Hulk part, because that's pretty hard to explain. You Matt, Matt, obviously one of Matt Murdock's, one of Daredevil's powers is that he can hear your heartbeat, so he can tell if you're lying or not, and so he... He, he knows that David's lying about something, but he still thinks that he's innocent. David, Matt does this so much where David, somebody will stand up and then Matt will stop them with his walking stick. So yeah, this is when we find out David's going by David Belson, which is better, I guess. But also still pretty stupid. It's still not good. Change the initial. Go into witness protection. But Matt criticizes Banner and he's like, oh, you don't care about anything. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I know that's not the truth, but you're a good guy. And and also Matt's like, oh my god, Banner, you don't have anything on file. You're a fucking ghost. You're a ghost rider. You don't exist. Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> <laughs> you're, I don't know what's going on with you. Ellie, I mean, because that 
big green rage monster was just running through the subway so ellie did comment about that and you know that's pretty incriminating stuff and and matt's like hey david why why are you trying to hide all the time and matt's like or david's like and then he's like i want to like, stay buried and then he's like and then he's like okay and then, and then he's like bye and, and he's, he's like, like, <laughs> he's like I, I gotta go so matt goes to the hospital <laughs> to talk to ellie so we get a really fucking hard-hitting line where ellie says probably the best the best no not that though well yeah what? the best scene in the movie but this isn't the line this is this is just a line where she's like i don't need a lawyer the victim doesn't need a lawyer does she unless of course it's become a crime woman to say no that's pretty intense shit yeah. for the trial of the incredible hole that's a, that's some pretty good writing right there and and she she's like do you see my bandage oh wait you're blind <laughs> and then she starts lying when when matt asks her has anyone been to visit her and she's like uh just my parents nobody else just my parents it was only my parents don't ask. Don't ask the, Very obviously the lying, super but... suspicious nurse over there who is constantly cut to. I bet she isn't a bad guy. This is my favorite line. Yeah, I rewound this about 20 times. Um, when She's like, I'm done talking about it, Matt. Tell me what movies you've seen lately. Oh, I mean, um, what books have you read? Do you listen to books on tape or do you prefer reading Braille? What do you prefer? Get a braille. Because he's blind. Because he's blind. <laughs> You're he welcome. He can't fucking see. And so after that, he says that he's been talking with David, and and sh- she's like, why the fuck are you here? And we had some pretty good melodrama. I didn't write it down. I'll maybe put it in. I don't know. I thought, I thought there's some good shit going on here. Now, I know what you've been through must have been terribly confusing and terrifying. I'm not confused. Ellie asks him to leave. And on his way out, he's like, I prefer reading nonfiction with my fingers. But for novels and poetry, there's nothing like the human voice to take you away. And then he's like, oh, here's my card. And the second he gets out of there, or before he even gets out of there, and there's just takes it. So she it's so like Ellie right can't he have puts it. it down. But it doesn't matter because then she just calls Matt Murdock later. He overhears this nurse's phone call about how Ellie is nothing but a liability and how Matt came to see her and... And we got get we got kill both of these people in like it's in front of all our coworkers, <laughs> and of course she's been talking to Fisk's right hand man Edgar, who be- also becomes a major player for some reason. And we get this shot of Fisk looking out on New York City, but it's just him in front of a green screen. <laughs> and and the nurse is gonna inject like this this sleeping Ellie with just pretty much nothing. There's nothing in this syringe. Yeah, there's literally nothing. It's I like I think it's supposed to be like a lethal injection kind it of thing. It reminds me of Kill Bill where <laughs> it's with, empty. Yeah. Cuz you know what I was thinking too in Kill Bill the person who like gives a lethal injection to Beatrix Kiddo her name is Ellie Driver and the name of the girl who's getting the lethal injection in this is Ellie um Mendez. Mendez. So they say it so many times. <laughs> I I didn't write it down. <laughs> oh, Daredevil shows up and stops her. That's the important part. And so the nurse tries to slice him with a scalpel, but he reflects it with a divider. And then she slices an IV bag open that I hope wasn't connected to anybody. And then Daredevil picks her up, and she, like, kicks another nurse who's coming into the room. Like, he uses her to kick another nurse, and it's great. And then Daredevil uses his ankle holster billy club to fucking knock her into some equipment that electrocutes her (laughs) to death. 
This movie has a fetish for people being electrocuted it, to death. It's weird. But it's not also even this awesome. Movie, it's just all of these movies. But this has so many people getting like kicked into speakers later. Oh, yeah. This movie has a high body count. This movie has a higher <laughs> body count than maybe anything else we watched, including Avengers Endgame. <laughs> well, Endgame had a whole two, two people <laughs> die. Ellie says that Daredevil helped her to like the police, and then this nurse just looks out the window and says, Daredevil. Daredevil. Okay. Yeah. If you didn't know. We knew. Um, Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, man. This is Fisk's ultimate plan that he just lays out. So he's going to show all the other crime... Lo- he's going to kill Daredevil and show the... On sn- video. Show the snuff film that he's going to record to all the other crime lords so they'll all join him for killing a blind man and do whatever he wants. I mean, they don't know he's blind, but... But he doesn't wear a thing over his eyes. In fact, that's what even what Stanley said. That's why Stanley doesn't like the costume because, like, it's it's too obvious that he's blind. A bit. He's just got a thing over his yeah, eyes. Yeah, he literally has he has cloth over his eyes. So yeah, oh, it's we, a little obvious. We, we but... get maybe the best made scene in the whole fucking movie, which is just this one little moment that means absolutely nothing <laughs> and it's never referenced again. But it's I love this little moment. It's like straight out of the Shawshank Redemption. Uh, oh, and so, but before this scene, Edgar also tells Fisk that we need to take out David Banner, too, because David saw those two guys raping Ellie. <laughs> so, we need to take them out, because if they get incarcerated, and for, or, or if Banner pins the murder on them, then it'll lead back to Fisk, and that's gonna cause a whole shebang. But this is the scene I was talking about where, meanwhile in prison, this janitor's just singing, and they're using his mop bucket to pass the oh, shiv yeah. from like that cell was, to that cell. Was actually pretty good. It's so that cool. Was pretty cool. So like each cellmate will will put the shiv in the mop bucket, and then the next one will take it and pass it to the next cell, and it just goes on like that forever until it finally gets in the hands of David's cellmate, and the cellmate is gonna stab David through the fucking bunk like in Friday the Thirteenth yeah, with looks... Kevin Bacon. It looks like a like a tire iron, but the yeah, but end is sharpened. Like, yeah, it's like sharpened it's to like a so, point. It's a really scary <laughs> murder <laughs> weapon. They're gonna stab him through the cause, heart because uh, he's on the bottom yeah, bunk. He's, he's well, David's on the top bunk, yeah. and the guy's on the bottom bunk, so he's just gonna fucking shove it through through the mattress. I don't know how he expects not to get caught. <laughs> well, I think it's probably an initiation thing. I I don't know what happens if you kill someone in prison. I'm not across that. I have no idea. Are you sure? You haven't been to prison before? I mean, I have, but I didn't kill anybody. <laughs> he put, he's he's ready to put the spike through, and he puts the spike through, but the second he does, David sits up because he gets called by a guard. And I was like, that's fucking incredible. And we this is never mentioned again, but that's yeah. so fucking cool. Just that whole little scene. You could put that in anything, I think, and it would just work out of context. And the guard's like, David, follow me. And the deputy who's or the deputy chief, his name's Tendelli, who also becomes a major character. He's basically the Commissioner Gordon of the movie. He asked Banner if he had something to do with the attempt on Ellie's life. And that there's a lot of bad people in this city, even in my own department. And that this is Banner's one chance to tell the truth off the record. He's not gonna get in tr- he can't be caught for snitching or anything. And so Banner still gives him nothing. <laughs> even though Tendelli seems like a nice man who who like I mean understands as nice as, that the police department's corrupted as nice as a police chief that's threatening you and like yeah, you know, <laughs> holding he, you by the he collar. He seems like but... his heart is in the right place. He's a good cop, which in New York City I'm sure that's hard to come by, as especially in the 80s. But Matt 
is using this calculator that tells him what he's doing. Like, it's like a speaking spell. Like, he'll press <laughs> yeah. 9 plus 2, it'll go 9 plus 2. 9, 6 equals 2,282. And Matt gets this call from Ellie, and this is the moment when my DVD starts skipping. So I don't yeah. know what happened in <laughs> this major no scene. I assume that she said to meet him at the hospital and that it wasn't David who did it. We're just gonna go with that. So when Matt gets up to her room to see her, she's gone. She's missing. What the fuck happened? There's a weird security guard switcheroo and that led to her being missing. That's what ha- That's what did her in. We see that she's been brought to Fisk and we get some really awkward 80s retinal scan technology when one of the henchmen scans her eyes on this weird like disco ball color lighting <laughs> It was like it's orange. like if a disco ball crossed with a viewmaster, and no, you, you know use it, that to you scan know your it eyes. But like, like the fucking uh, cyclops. Yeah, the eye visor. Cannon. It's like the visor. Exactly. The fucking eye cannon from Dark Phoenix. Oh no! When he fucking shoves his, his head in, that's what it looked like. Oh man, I didn't think I was ever gonna have to think about that movie again. <laughs> that might be the best moment in it that is. movie. It's just <laughs> just the eye visor. Oh, that's the one Sorry, good thing that, that came clips out of that on movie. YouTube. <laughs> Ex-women. And by the way, the women are always saving the men around here. You might want to think about changing the name to Ex-women. Okay, so Fisk has all these cameras hooked up to monitors. Like, we see the monitors that all the cameras are hooked up to. And one of them is just blatantly looking up her dress. Like, one of the cameras <laughs> is... Lo- and, like, she's, like, trying to fix the dress, but it's it's really creepy. This is, a like, a rape victim that he's abusing. Yeah, but he's a bad guy. Yeah, but that's too bad. Yeah, that's not what Wilson bit. Fisk has ever yeah. been about. Fisk is about slamming a guy's ca- head in a car door until his fucking brains come out. <laughs> Fisk, Fisk is about <laughs> bashing in Spider-Man's skull when he's about to die. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Remember that when that part was in a the, kid's movie? That's part of the Fisk rena- renaissance also. Spider-Man died so many times last yeah. year. <laughs> Fisk is like, Are you an actress, Miss Mendez? I was hoping you were an actress. We have a role for you. You are to play the part of a princess who must be rescued. I'm a person, a person with rights. And I have a right to say no to some punk on a subway, don't I? Isn't that how all this started? This actress is way too good for this movie. She's Uh, so good. She's like... Any I like, winning quality. I feel like they gave all the good lines to her and, and only her. She has so many <laughs> great empowerment lines. It's so much better than, don't worry, we got this in Avengers Endgame. <laughs> like, like these are actually addressing issues. Higher, further, faster, baby. And Fisk does, just doesn't, she doesn't understand women's rights, so he's like... Or doesn't care. Yeah, he's like, oh, you're gonna be, you're gonna be my princess. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need rescuing. I'm so glad you guys couldn't see what Gabe was doing. I wasn't. Ellie is like, oh, I'm a teacher, and I just want to be a teacher, and I want to teach, and be a teacher. And Fisk is like, you just, you just get, get this bitch out of here. I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> oh, Fisk has this really weird, dumb com- motorized chair that it's, it's that, a, it's a spinning chair that's motorized. It spins around. But he, like they, those he show up man- later, and he just seems exactly. to have like an entire collection he of them. Manually, maybe he's like ten. Maybe motorized his spinning his, chairs. Si- his side business is in motorized spinning chairs. He has a corporation that sells them. And David says, "I can't fucking like I literally physically cannot stand trial because I will change." And I can't wait to talk about the climax of the movie that doesn't have the Hulk in it in this yeah. Hulk movie. <laughs> but uh, before we get to that, we have to get to the other point of contention, which is the 
dream sequence. But first off, we get this amazing edit actually, where Matt and Christy are both, or Krista are both with Dave, and they're yelling at him, and they're like, "Oh, you have no choice but to stay on trial. You have no choice." And then it cuts to David Banner on trial, and the fucking accuse accuser defendant or accuser. accuser? Guy. What's the Term. Um, prosecutor. Prosecutor, thank you. But the prosecutor is just like, oh, you have no choice, David. Like, it's this great edit. I'm telling you, you have no choice. Is that clear? No choice. You have no choice. And then, at, like, the second this started, I was like, this is a fucking dream sequence. Because it's, it's too hyper. There's so much hyper realism yeah. going on. Like, like, everybody's a cartoon character. Everybody's just screaming. Of course, he fucking hulks out. And we got our first ever Stan Lee cameo. I always knew that this movie was the first with a Stan Lee cameo. Like, I knew that we were going to get it. But it's still so cool to see in action. He's just in the... He's part of the Jerry's in the Jerry's box. And that's uh, so awesome. He doesn't even have any lines. He's just kind of there. He's just kind of there, which... <laughs> that's fine. I think that's par for the course for a lot of early Stanley cameos. Yeah. It's cool that he's there. Like, yeah, it's awesome that it's he's just there. Cool to it's see so him. awesome. He's a young Stanley, obviously, so he's still got like I darker mean, hair. Well, middle aged Stan- mid Stanley, <laughs> yeah, you know. Eighty nine, so not too much longer. I think two thousand around two thousand is when we hit the point when we get Stanley as he was for the rest of his life. But anyway, yeah, it's great to see him. So yeah, David Hulk's out. He destroys the fucking courtroom. This is an amazing moment. I watched this a second time because my dad came in at, when I was like at the end of the movie I was like dad you gotta see this shit because it's crazy when the security guard hits Hulk with like a, a, a baton or something and then so he, Hulk throws him and the jury's box is freaking out and so Hulk he lifts rips the it fucking jury's box out of the ground yeah it's so cool he I wish that this was wasn't a dream because it's so <laughs> fucking amazing he's just lifting the jury box out of the ground and and hulk grabs matt's walking this is the part that makes no fucking sense in hindsight so matt like stops the hulk well first of all hulk pushes over a blind man <laughs> oh yeah but but first matt stops the hulk with his walking stick and so hulk pushes him over which is so funny but then he gets the walking stick and he sees that separates into a baton if this is a dream sequence how would he know? How would he know that that's a thing? It doesn't make any sense at all. There's no explanation for that. And 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 so Hulk breaks someone through a fucking table it's like the, a fucking wrestler. Yeah, he does. He just body slams them like through a table. And uh, I feel really dumb because we had a whole riff about Hulk Hogan last week, but we never really? we, well about about how there's that moment when it sounds like he goes Hogan. Hogan. Oh, yeah. And we never made a Hulk Hogan joke. Fuck! My dad pointed that out when I told him, because we referenced my dad in that moment, and I was like, he, he, made, he, he made the point that we never mentioned Hulk Hogan, and God I felt it. so dumb. That was such a missed it opportunity. It was such a good... Fuck. That, that would have been so good. <sighs> I think that was... That must have been post the, the finding out the plot fell apart, because I think we weren't on the top of our game oh, at that moment. yeah, that probably... But that's really funny, so props to, props to James Thomas for that one. <laughs> Um, so anyway, he grabs the prosecutor guy by the tie, but my favorite part is when this guy runs in and Hulk punches him out a window and, like, into space. <laughs> like, he's just gone forever, and it's so funny. Hulk chokes this man to death, he chokes the prosecutor to death, and that's how the dream ends. It's so violent. As we watch this, choking m- might be one of the worst ways to kill somebody, because it's yeah. so personal. And so watching and the Hulk choke so someone out, yeah. 
watching the, the the life drain from someone's eyes as the Hulk chokes him to death. Even in a dream sequence is horrifying. But then he wakes up in his in his cell, and it was always a dream, which kind of makes the whole thing not as cool. But it's still fucking it's still awesome. Still, really, I I don't think it takes away from it. I think it's still really fucking. No, cool. the the sequence is just as cool. I just it would have been cooler if it wasn't a dream. Yeah, but I think that would have been a little too problematic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't exactly I mean, have, like, I, your normal superhero happy ending. No, it ending doesn't make, doesn't make <laughs> When Hulk just well, murdered, like, Hulk, an entire jury of does people. Does Hulk ever have a happy ending? No, He's but He's always just sad and walking off. Yeah, but I don't think it's ever to the point where he's committed Murdering. a crime. <laughs> well, he did kill those people. He's killed lots of people. Yeah, And he but, will kill more people in this film. I guess, And he, but, what, he, the reason he's not David Banner anymore is because of those murders. Still. Choking I still someone think, to death. An I don't think murdering an entire jury... No, no, no. Or, like, an entire I'm courtroom of people it, would work out too I well. I just think that... I, I think that you can... If you, if you make the the damage less severe, you could have had that scene later on in the movie where he actually, on, he's on trial and he hulks out in the real world. That's the ending of the That's movie. That, well, I expected that <laughs> to be the, the climax. Ends. I thought it would be, but it wasn't at all. I mean, I don't know why I would expect a trial of the Incredible Hulk in a movie called The Trial of the Incredible Hulk, but I guess I'm just an idiot. But this is pretty good because as soon as he gets out, he hulks out again, like in the cell, in the real world, and, and he, he just fucking out of jail. breaks out of jail in... His cellmate leaves, too. His cellmate also gets out of jail. At the, late, later, like the next morning at the scene of the crime or whenever, Matt Murdock's interviewing the Tendeli, the chief, and he describes this big green monster in another hilarious moment when he says, Matt, do you even know what green is? You know what I mean by green? I was sighted until I was 14. I remember green. It would be, it'd be difficult if you were blind and you didn't know what colors were. That'd suck if you were born blind. Yeah, I... I be pretty intense yeah i don't know how you would know uh, what colors are i mean i mean you'd be aware that colors exist but like it'd be just like if you were blind not yeah. matt murdoch I just, I well yeah matt murdoch because he wasn't blind isn't inti- but i'm talking about like just like, somebody that's always been blind yeah like, that sucks how they know like how do people describe color to them it's literally impossible to describe a color yeah like, i mean it's it, like that's just how you describe shit you can't just Describe something. Yeah, you, you can't describe, describe a description. Description. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can describe adjectives, but a color is such a cut and dry thing that it, like it's either bright visual, or it's dark. Like, but you don't know what bright or dark is. You don't know what light is. Yeah. Fuck. You <laughs> literally can't describe what colors are. No. <laughs> Man, somebody should really figure that out. <laughs> Man, I'm really. I'm really pushing my luck with what I can get away with today. Uh, a little bit. Um, I'm surprised we haven't made any jokes yet that should get cut that's out that's getting cut out yeah uh that's okay that's we've, definitely getting we're, cut we're, out we, but... we've, that's this whole episode's very loose that's all right this whole episode's getting cut out <laughs> yeah this one this one might need to go in the bin if anything's <laughs> going in the bin it might need it's to be this, this one. one and so tendeli is like oh you're david banner you know you're that, that that guy you're defending you must be in line with the green guy they must be working together just I like, don't think just like Steve Green Rogers can... and the Hulk should be work, or not Steve Rogers and the Hulk. Steve Hulk Rogers and the Hulk. Steve... I knew you were gonna do that. Yeah, Steve God Rogers and the Hulk should be working together. Yeah, I knew I was gonna do that too. And then <laughs> Steve, Steve Rogers and Captain, and Captain America. America. Steve, Steve Rogers, Rogers just broke Captain America out of jail. <laughs> Captain America just broke Rogers out of jail. He's headed north on 401. <laughs> it's like last week when I said that the Hulk was in Star Wars. <laughs> do you oh think, man, do you think the Hulk could take a hit from a lightsaber? Another... No, I think, I think you cut through the Hulk with lightsaber. I don't think you could cut Superman with lightsaber. 
Yeah, I was watching Superman 2 last night. So Matt going? is reinstating. He's he's like re-listening that first interview with Banner where Banner tells him, like, oh, I got this apartment. It's in the shadow of the Fisk building or whatever. Matt calls up his secretary, whose name is Hal, who he hates, and he tells him, take the New York City map and a ruler and help me do some some sundial shit to figure out where David's apartment is. We get some some of that good old. If you've ever seen the Daredevil Netflix show, eighty percent of it is Daredevil beating up people in a dark, misty alley. <laughs> There's so much like fog in this alley. It's like a graveyard in a Universal monster movie. <laughs> levels of fog. It's pretty great. I really do like the Daredevil costume. I think it's a little impractical, but well, yeah. But that's like that's it's. It does look like the TV costume and like yeah, the. Yeah, it, it does. It's very accurate. It looks cool, but it's just kind of. I am. I'm. I mean, maybe don't I'm, show that you're blind. I'm glad that they didn't go with the uh, red costume. Oh that yeah, would that look would have looked horrible. Awful. Even though I do like generally, I do kind of like that one better. Oh no, but, me too. That's a great. Yeah, costume. that would have. That would look 80s, That would have looked awful. It would have just been like a red morph suit that they cut the mouth out. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it would have been. I mean, were there morph suits back? When did morph suits start? I feel like that's a more recent thing, isn't it? It it might be. I don't know, man. But yeah, it would look like that. It would. It would look. It would be is, rough. It just a bad. <laughs> yeah. The Daredevil costume in 2031 is just leather. It's just red leather, which we'll get to Daredevil 2003. <laughs> I have lots to say. But point is, he's uh, he's interrogating... Oh, wait, no, he's not. Because first we get we get Daredevil's radar sense, which uh, if you saw that Spider-Sense video or listened to our first episode, I mentioned radar sense in comparison to Spider-Sense in the very first episode. And I don't think I need to go on a rant about how they're different because it's so blatantly obvious in this since the radar sense is, is literally de- how he can see it's but... <laughs> depicted as like like a computer matrix like a like a like a computer terminal from the 80s mixed with predator vision and you put those together and that's how he sees things yeah pretty much it's pretty so rough he's blind but he can see. <laughs> yeah, you can. He can see. It's pretty much. He's bl- It's kind of blind, cheating. but the only color he can see. Oh shit! The only color he can see is green. So of course he knows what green it's is. Kind of. Does that make it not impressive that he's blind and able to do all this stuff if he can just like he can still if he can see, still so. see? I mean, he he kind of can't see because it's like kind of hard. It's kind of hard to tell like what everything is when you just see it as green and black. Yeah, but, he, like, he can he can tell if you're pulling a gun on him. He can see your outline. Like, it's not just, like, oh, he's blind, but all of his other senses are heightened. It's that. Plus, he can also kind of see. Yeah, he, he has, like, half sight, but also yeah. he's really good at hearing and smelling and feeling, I yeah, guess. He's really good at feeling. Oh, my God. If you know what I'm talking about. And I think you do. Oh, okay, but you know what's cool? This guy is beaten up is Turk, who is a reoccurring character in the comics. He's just, like, this powerless thug that Daredevil runs into all the time. <laughs> that Daredevil just likes to beat the shit out of. Yeah, and we and we get we get these two amazing lines where first Matt says, That's a very noisy knife. And then after, he throws it into, like, a bit of wood and says, This knife hurts my ears. So that's what we're working with as far as Daredevil dialogue. And so he's like, oh, tell me everything you know about David Belson. Oh, you know what's weird, actually? My second grade teacher's name was Miss Belson. And so he <laughs> says that, he says... This is as random as your fucking, you bringing up that you watch Superman 2. He like, says, so the criminal guy's like, oh yeah, David, he lives, uh, he, lives uh, he lives there. And Matt's like, Don't hurt anybody, Turk. Be very good. Read a book. I'm gonna read a 
read a book, read a book. I'll be a better man, better man than I am. So I go to Amazon, Amazon.com, and I buy a bunch of books, lots of books, smart books. They will ship them right away, right away, in a day. And I have Amazon Prime, so it doesn't cost a dime. So I go to my new books, take a look at my books right away. I see now, don't like reading, get distracted, so I turn on my TV, TV good. Reading back, back. <laughs> and I watch Property Brothers for 11 fucking hours. <laughs> Can I get an explanation what the fuck that just was? And so, when okay. Matt gets back to Banner, Banner has shaved at this point. Banner took a long time shaving, and we're really fucking milking this this radar sense stuff. Like, there's a lot of it. Banner's packing up, he's like, oh, I'm leaving again, because that's all I do. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a traveler, I'm a I'm a renegade. I'm a what, what's the word? Oh, he's a bum. You sleep in garbage bins and eat what I throw away. They got a name for that, Jules. It's called a bum. And without a job, a residence, or legal tender, that's what you're gonna be, man. You're gonna be a fucking bum. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he kind of looked like it with that beard. Yeah. Also, how come he has a beard and the Hulk doesn't have a beard? Yeah, and Joe yeah, I don't know. The Hulk just can't. The Hulk is incapable of it's growing like, facial hair. It's like how General Ross is the Red Hulk, but he doesn't have the mustache when he's the Red Hulk. Um, I think they explain that the mustache of... grows in. <laughs> all versions of the Hulk are incapable of <laughs> facial of growing hair. Facial hair. Oh, that's the saddest of all. Wait, that's not true. Because there's one comic where oh, Hulk yeah. has a beard. But I think that's a Hulk where he's been Hulk for a long time. I think Hulk can grow. Wait, Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo Hulk, Hulk has, has like hair. Hmm, this Hulk hair continuity is not up to par with <laughs> my we gotta standards. Have, now we gotta have an entire rant about <laughs> the Hulk not having In his beard. In the Hulk's first appearance, he was gray. Yeah, he <laughs> was. The and they made Gray Hulk a different character than normal Hulk. Joe Fix it. He runs a nightclub. Yep. And there's also Red Hulk. <laughs> uh, Daredevil shows up in Banner's house and he's like. David, you need to come with me. And David's like, no. And the second he says that, Matt just takes off the mask and reveals his identity. And he's, he pretty much says that that will somehow convince David to go with him is showing him his identity. And then they go back. And to, then it does. Well, yeah, kind of, because they go back to Matt's apartment. And David's like, I never thought about it before. How a blind person lives. So we, we, we learn, of course, Matt's father was a boxer, which, yes, that's in line with the comics. Batlin Jack Murdoch. That's his, that was his father's boxing name. Um, they don't reference that in the movie, though. And then we get some Daredevil backstory, and Daredevil says that he's out to protect, not to punish. Like, the Punisher. Yeah. Yeah, like him. Yeah, it's really, really yeah, funny. We'll t- yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. He went blind because of radiation. <laughs> oh my god, did you know? Oh no. Uh, I just keep spinning my webs today. Um, go, like go Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> did you know that in the comics, in the Ninja Turtles comic, the, it's the same it's thing. It's the same yeah. radiation. That's so weird. That's... I love it. I, are they the same universe? I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess talking turtles aren't that weird in the universe with tree men. And the, the Ninja Turtles connect uh, DC and Marvel because of the Batman and Ninja Turtles oh team up, God, too. Oh, my God, maybe you're right. We get a uh, flashback where, oh, this is really bad, where Tonelli, oh, well, first Tonelli's just openly bad-mouthing everyone. He's like, the task force is a sham. Are you accusing your own department? Yeah, my own department at the DA's office, and a third of City Hall is on the take, and you can quote me on that. And then he tells, he gives Matt the idea for Daredevil. He's like, Maybe somebody who could work alone could do some damage. Maybe somebody could get behind the lines, hit and run, keep himself a secret. Maybe some kind of a 
I don't know, crazy daredevil, if you will. Yeah, it's really rough. And and so Matt's doing his, all his training, and then he introduces himself to Tenali, and this is where the Commissioner Gordon, like, illusions come in, because he has, like, a like a special way to contact him. He has, like, a phone. It's like a one-way phone. Yeah, and... Which and I don't yeah. get why it has a receiver on it, when it's always on speaker, apparently. <laughs> Yeah, that's true, but I guess phone technology in 89 wasn't that advanced. Not like the retinal scan technology, that's just that Cyclops visor. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, after he tells David that he was blinded by radiation, Matt's like, uh... David's like, let me take a look at you, and Matt's like, uh, doctors don't know much about radiation, David's like, I do. And it's like, oh! <laughs> and then, like, this is so sad. Like, so well, he's, like, when... <laughs> When David's done looking at Matt's eyes, he's like, can oh my, my God. blindness be cured? And he's like, no. <laughs> I think I laughed. Just at... just straight up, no, it I, can't. I think I laughed at that harder than anything in the whole film, even more than the scene in any movies. Can my sight be restored? No. I, I watched it so many times just because... It's just so... I can't, he's like... So so honest about like so for like you, so forward you about can't it. really convey an audio obviously i'll put the clip in of that but you you can't convey how sad he looks afterwards and there's like this really sad music starts playing after it's like yeah. a he's like can my sight be cured no yeah it's so playing the whole scene so fucking funny exactly it's so fucking funny like it's so funny but at the same time it's so sad like how excited he gets that he could possibly see again yeah no it's like no shot down that's such a great moment i forgot about that until right now and that explains radar says he's like i got advanced hearing and scent and touch and listening and i can listen on your heartbeat and and this is the most bullshit element of his powers that I don't think is in he the can comics. Just, he can just read. Well, he can, he re- can yeah. read by touching. He can read print with his fingertips for some reason. Which is like, that's the outlier power. Like, all the other that's powers how, like, coordinate. And then that's like, just that's like, not what how, the that's fuck? That's not how text works. It's, no. It's like, flat. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? I don't understand how that makes any sense. I don't think that's... You could feel the indents in the paper. Like, think, fuck, no, you can't. No, you cannot. I, that's probably how they explain that's it. That's probably how, but that's fucking bullshit. I don't think that's ever been a comic thing, ever, also. And, like, it never comes up in this, so, like, if it's just for this, then... The it... only reason it's in here is so Matt can prove to David that that he has superpowers. Yeah, because David writes, I don't believe you on a piece of paper and makes <laughs> Matt read it. <laughs> yeah, and then Matt's like, okay, David, well, you come with me? Uh, you should, you should come with me, and we're gonna no. find those two from the train, and that's it. Or, or David's like, I will help you find the two guys from the train, and then that's it. I'm out. And so Tendali calls Matt's bat signal phone, the Matt signal, and I didn't write that down. <laughs> yeah, bang, <laughs> bang, a joke. And they're apparently they're holding Ellie in this place called the Web, and so Matt apparently is also the world's greatest detective because he says that that's that rundown theater that had all that webbing over it after they showed giant spiders from Mars. I wish I was watching giant spiders from Mars right now. He says it, like, incredibly out of context, and I was just as confused and as David David's was. like, what? Like, giant spiders from Mars? What? Right when he says the web... Matt instantly just says, giant spiders from Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you know, obviously everyone's on the same page. He's <laughs> like, what? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> what? What the fuck? He says that, uh, oh, I'm going alone, David, uh, and I'm not telling Tendelli about that. 
because he has men who can't be trusted. And David says that, you know, I'll, I'll go with, I'll, I'm going to go with you for Ellie and Matt. And David's like, you know, we're alike. And uh, so Matt just leaves without him. Yeah. I, I don't understand. It, the plan was we're going together and then Matt just leaves without him. David stays behind. Unless I misunderstood, but I'm pretty sure that's what I happened. I think that's what happened. Maybe I, I got it wrong, but I don't know. And Dave, uh, we get some pretty sick rooftop stunts. And Tendelli uses the Daredevil hotline to tell Matt about the hot scoop, but only David is there to, to hear it. It's a trap. It's a trap. And Daredevil beats up one of those weird Cobra commander guys with the weird face mask. <laughs> Death's recognition. Punches him into a bunch of trash cans. Yeah. Just as loud as possible. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like the summoning thunder <laughs> in in a in a stealth mission. He infiltrates the studio where Ellie's being held and Daredevil gets locked in and for some reason Daredevil can't sense everyone else in the room. Like don't you think he Sense of smell? He'd be like, oh, there's people around. I don't think his sense of smell would be yeah, the it first is. thing. It's, well, it's smell, everything's enhanced, though. Yeah, but... It's he, not like he, he relies can, on just hearing. He has the radar sense. He can tell that they're there. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Don't you think he'd be able to tell? He could kind of see. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think smell would be the first thing he would go to. But I feel I like... I could smell people. But they're all working involuntarily of themselves. It's like breathing, I assume. Yeah, I... Yeah, point point is, yeah, he should probably be he able to detect that they're there. He should be able to detect that they're there. And, um... Also, Ellie's just there. Yeah. Like, well, with spotlights. Yeah, just in the middle of nowhere, clearly set up as a trap. Why put spotlights if he's blind, and they know he's blind, apparently? No, they, they don't. Well, they play to his senses, though. They play that disorienting music, so it, or sound, so it, his well, senses are thrown off. I don't know if it's just... You think they would have just done no, that anyway? I don't, I don't think it's, or I don't know if it's just Banner, like or like fucking brute, fuck whatever his name is, David. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's just David like pulling shit out of his ass, but he said, <laughs> but like when Matt's all like, he's all like, he's all Wait, sad. What the fuck that are you got, going with this? I'm, I I can't think of words apparently. It's been going on a very so, long time. Like, we could just cut all this out, but. When Matt is, uh, when, when he gets his ass kicked, and he's like, no, I don't want to go out anymore. And then David tries to, like, get him, like, motivated. Do you, do you remember what scene I'm talking about? Huh? What does that have to do with them not being able to know that he Because he says that, he, that they just, they don't know that he's blind because they kind of just threw every single human weakness at him. Because they uh, had blinding light, and they had the loud noises, and they overwhelmed him with a bunch of people, so they don't actually know his weakness. Oh, that seems specific. I feel like if it was the Hulk, they wouldn't have done that. And Kingpin reveals himself, not like that, to Daredevil, and his, his, his henchmen are also there. And so they're recording it, and they're blaring that weird sound. So it basically functions like a dog whistle, I guess. It's like royalty-free sound. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like our, po- it I mean, our podcast intro. <laughs> This is a pretty solid plan, but I, I I wasn't convinced that they that they would have done that for anybody. I feel like that's a very specific to Daredevil thing, but yeah. who knows? Whatever. And so they just start kicking the shit out of Daredevil, and while that happens, the Kingpin starts sucking on the antenna of this remote <laughs> yeah. he's holding. It's really disgusting. And okay, I feel like this is like really this is really weird. Like they're planning on killing Daredevil, 
So how they do it is they have Kingpin has three of his henchmen just beat kick, Daredevil kick the to death. Him, yeah, they just they literally beat him to death. It's like in Kick Ass where it's just those guys keep beating the shit out of Kick Ass and Big Daddy. <laughs> David shows up and he tries to get through the locked door to help out Matt. And finally, he hulks out and he makes it through the door. And now they're finally slowing the Hulk footage down randomly in this scene. And Hulk throws this guy into some spotlights. And then he fucking murders this guy by pushing him into the speaker. And there's sparks and, like, explosion. Like, this guy is so it, it, dead. It almost looked like in uh, Back to the Future when he blows up the speaker. The speakers, yeah, exactly. It's like that, it's but like a that, person except, Yeah, except the person's in it. And sparks and... It's so violent. It's and, probably some blood that we didn't see. Yeah, and and these two guys show up and they take Ellie away, and then Fist just follows after them. And Daredevil got the shit kicked out of him, so Hulk's just carrying him around. It's pretty adorable. And <laughs> Daredevil, Daredevil. I never thought I would ever hear Hulk and adorable in the same sentence. Hulk is a fucking cutie. If ever I saw one. Daredevil is like feeling the Hulk's face. It's pretty weird, and that causes him to turn back into naked Bruce Banner. I I didn't know if there was some okay, subtext for context. Apparently, that's how Matt like recognizes people. Is he you just read your fa- yeah? I, mean, he... I think that's a thing blind people do. I think yeah, that's but thing. in the first scene when uh Matt and David were like together, like when they first met, he says it in the weirdest way possible. He says, "Can I take a picture of you?" and then touches his face. It was really uncomfortable. Do you mind if I take your photograph? Yeah, so he does that again, and then I think I I think that's how he figures out that David is Hulk. And we get an incredible delivery on this one kid who goes up to Tonelli and says, Is it true what they're saying? Is Daredevil dead? <laughs> it sounds like when you impersonate, like, a kid actor. Or like, like when, when you're doing your impression, that's what it reminded me of. Just like, hey, what's going on there? <laughs> like, when you do it, that's what he sounds <laughs> when like. I'm, <laughs> when I'm making fun of fucking... 1970s Spider-Man. Yeah, but that's actually what he sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tonelli doesn't know whether or not Daredevil's dead, but he's alive. He's just chilling out in bed, and he's on the phone with Hal and Krista. You know, Krista, working woman, working nine to, nine to five. Working nine to five. Uh, he fell God down the stairs. Fucking. He's like, damn it. <laughs> he's like, oh, I fell down the stairs, and uh, I'm not gonna be working working for a while. Tonelli calls Matt's phone thing and says that Fisk is gathering all the crime bosses and there's nothing the cops can do so you're gonna have to do something Daredevil and Fisk is watching the footage from the previous night and he thinks that Daredevil's dead Edgar's like oh what should we do about that Ellie Mendez girl and Fisk's like why isn't she fucking dead already kill her but for some reason Ellie's she's all dolled up she looks like she, like Victorian era like she looks really odd it's uncomfortable I don't want to know the subject. you know what's even either. more uncomfortable Edgar trying to come on to her. <laughs> Edgar is... Okay, so Edgar is doing this really, really fucking creepy thing where he's like, what if I sent you... What if you were in a restaurant dining alone and I sent you a glass of of champagne and asked to join you? If you were seated in a restaurant, dining alone, and the waiter approached your table and said, the man in the corner booth has sent you this glass of champagne, he asks if he might be allowed to join you. You look up. It's me in the corner booth. I'm nervous, but I try to smile without looking foolish. What would you say to the waiter, Ellie? Okay, guys. So my main background is in horror, and I watch a lot. I watch hundreds of horror movies a year. This is the and start of a horror this movie. This is fucking more uncomfortable than a lot of shit I've watched. <laughs> like this is so deliberately disgusting. He's like in tw- such an intimate fashion that it's so disturbing. Okay. This is disturbing to me for, like, two reasons. One, she's... 
she was almost assaulted. Uh huh. Yeah. And two, well, she was assaulted. She's supposed well, to yeah, 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 yeah. And then second, he's like double her age. Yeah. He's so much there's older a than huge her. Gap, and there's just yeah, this 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 weird undertone with this whole character that she has where it's like what's what's going on guys are you just keeping her as like a, a trophy like what what yeah, is it's, this it's disgusting uh, it's really disgusting he has it's okay intentions like it's not as bad as it seems because he, he's it's still like really a little bit later on he's he he kind of turns he, he well i mean he explains that like most of the people that Fist kidnaps. He tries to like let them get away. He pretty much lets them. But escape. then, like, why even do this whole? Routine? I don't know. It's weird. And she responds just by being like, "Oh, I'd accept it, but you guys are all killers, so I would be wrong or whatever." And I'm. So... And Fisk is like watching her through the screen and like pretending to caress her, like through like sh- like through the screen, like he's just rubbing the screen where she is. It's really this is all just really uncomfortable. Disturbing. Honestly, <laughs> it's yeah, it's really rough. Oh dear, I thought I thought that sex scene I had with Leah Thompson was 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 uncomfortable. uncomfortable. No. I, this is a whole other dimension. Just can't seem to find the right man. Maybe it's not a man you should be looking for. Ba- so Banner tells Matt that uh, we're we're back with Banner, and this is like Bill Bixby's is so good. I like I wish that he was still in this world because he's incredible in this moment where it's just Banner. He's talking to Matt, and he's like, "Oh, we both have gifts, and we need to save Ellie Mendez. We owe it to her." And Matt looks like Kylo Ren, like like when he has the shirt up. Yeah, this chest bandage. Yeah. It looks like that scene. And so Matt's back to training, and now Banner and Daredevil are watching over the meter, the the meeting of the crime lords. They're heading for the penthouse. This is a very Punisher style thing to do, just like taking out a meeting of crime lords, like that's straight out of a like a Garth Ennis Punisher story. But instead of okay with me, but instead of just you know machine gunning, beating them up like in this, all of them take so many bullets to the face in Punisher. In Punisher, oh my god, especially Punisher Warzone, which is so good. No one ever talks about it. Um, I feel like no one's seen it, but it's incredible. Fisk is he's given the he's given the speech to all the crime bosses and he's like, Everyone's glasses are full of diamonds that look like ice cubes for some reason. When they're clearly just ice cubes. <laughs> but and oh my god, they all have like they, they all have the dumb motorized chairs like we were talking about. He has like ten motorized yeah. chairs. Well, I'm telling his. you, he has a business on the yeah, side. I mean he's a distributor. And, and Daredevil has like this plunger grappling hook thing and zip lines across it. And so he's gonna get in that way and Dave's just gonna walk in the front door. Making his return is that Billy Idol looking motherfucker. I almost said Billy uh what's her face? Eilish. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Eilish. Duh. Comes in. Uh, to to Ellie's room, and I was like, "Oh no, you have to be really careful here if you're if you're gonna do this kind of thing." And, and they're not and careful nope. with it at all. Daredevil meets so yeah, Daredevil meets up with uh, Banner and the Thing. So they're interrogating this random guy Daredevil for Ellie's and the Thing. They get Ellie's location, and they're in this elevator. And so Edgar and and Billie Eilish are, are, are tying Ellie up. And I was like, oh, oh, God, oh, no. And then, so there's this door closing, and Banner, like, jumps through the door. It's like an Indiana Jones-style thing where it's closing, gotta get there in the nick of time. And so Daredevil just throws the bad guy's body to stop the door so he can get through it. Yeah, so while they were in the elevator, they were getting information from some guy. 
and when the door's gonna close, he he just kind of fucking slides him so yeah. that the door doesn't like it that closes on him. Definitely broke some ribs. Like it that, closed that's on probably him. Probably a dead man. All the ribs are in his heart. Yeah. Now, uh, so all of his organs are punctured. And we we get maybe the worst effect in the whole movie where Daredevil knocks out a camera. I don't yeah, know just, how to explain it, but it's He just incredible. fucking tosses his baton. Oh, God, that voice crack. He tosses. <laughs> he just kind of, like, tosses his baton up. And, like, it does, like, the like the TV it's like turning the, off effect. Yeah. <laughs> Baron, so Baron's going to rescue Ellie, and Daredevil's going to stop Fisk. They're splitting up, because that's always a good idea uh, in any film. And Fisk has shown the, the bosses that Daredevil snuff film. And Daredevil's cornered by these five guys. And one of them says, oh, we can't use guns because of the meeting. So he grabs a fire axe. And this is, this is another incredible Daredevil is blind moment when the goon says, See what I mean? No. I don't see it all. Yeah, why don't you just fucking give yourself away, Daredevil? Uh, <laughs> and Daredevil just kicks the shit out of these two guys. And it keeps cutting back to the others who are just, like, standing and watching. Like, they're just waiting their turn. Um, because... Like great bad guy etiquette, and so then yeah, he's, he's polite about it. And then he's yeah, and then he just beats up everybody else, including that axe guy. And Billy Eilish is encouraging Edgar to suffocate Ellie with this pillow, like a like your grandma in the elderly home. And and so Edgar is like gonna suffocate her, and he's like, ah no, I can't. I have to change your heart. I'm a monster. And then he just throws the I pillow. I will not die a monster. I will not die a monster. He throws the pillow at fucking Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. Duh. Yeah. Billy Eilish. <laughs> Billy Eilish. <laughs> Yeah, Billy, Billy the Kid. Age and his size took the teller by surprise, and the word spread of Billy the Kid. And oh, we get we get my favorite, 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 favorite action action like five seconds in maybe any movie we've ever watched so far, which is just Banner has Billy Eilish down on the on like a table. And Edgar runs in with a lamp and looks at Banner like he's gonna smash it on his head, and, and then just like... smashes it on Billie Eilish's head instead. Oh no! God, just I've thinking said of Billie Eilish so many just times. Just thinking of it as Billie Eilish instead of it's, the actual it, guy it, just it, makes it so, much, so better. much better. Oh man, I'll have to edit in a, a clip of Billie Eilish saying something annoying every single time I say her name. <laughs> Duh. Duh. Yeah. Okay. So Eg- Edgar helps. Bruce out, and, and he helps, they both help Ellie escape, and this is when I realized, oh shit, this conclusion in a fucking Hulk movie doesn't have the Hulk in it, what the fuck? I mean, if Hulk isn't even gonna go on trial, I don't know why you expected to see Hulk at the end of the I'm movie. I'm sorry, I expected <laughs> Hulk in my Hulk movie. We got a whole, like, total of, like, five minutes of the what Hulk. If, what if the Hulk dies in a dream sequence in the death of the Incredible Hulk? You know they can no, do it. You know what this it's gonna precedent. be? Yeah. It's not gonna be like Hulk dies. It's just gonna be Banner dies. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like it'd be I so think, much better like if it was actions. I feel like it'd be so much better if it was like him as the I feel Hulk like I'm actually gonna dies. Cry having to watch Bill Bixby die. <laughs> That's sad. I don't want Bill Bixby to die. So right after Fisk pronounces Daredevil dead, he's like, "Oh, everybody, Daredevil is dead." He doesn't say it like that, but you know, you, you get it. Yeah, and then Daredevil has perfect he timing. Pops because... out of the screen. It's like in the movie Night of the Lepus, where where it's like oh, the giant bunnies come through the screen. Or like Final Destination, when there's an explosion on screen and then the theater explodes. Whoa! What one is that? I think. Fuck! I think it's the third one. For some reason... I blocked out most of that one. For some reason... I, I don't even remember which one it was in, honestly. They they all kind of blend together. I'm, yeah, exactly. But for some reason, there's a bunch of gas beti- behind a fucking... There's, like, a bunch of, like, oil tanks behind mm. a movie screen in a mall. 
and there's an explosion like in the movie that they're watching and then right after the movie theater explodes it might be in four four is the one i haven't seen so i don't know i'll just assume this is the end of the fucking movie where daredevil's just chasing fisk to the rooftop after beating up all those crime bosses and fisk runs it my dad came in like while this happened like at this very second and it is so fucking confusing so fisk runs into this electrical box like shipping crate looking thing on the roof and so the fucking walls fall off of it like like the stage walls fall off and almost crush daredevil he does like the sick tumble out of the way and so fisk gets away in this like, it looks like Luke's land speeder in A New Hope, but Pretty it has much, a big propeller on it's it. It's a really bad CG, mm-hmm. like, boat, but it's not in water, it's flying. And it flies away, and we never see him again. So he got Fisk away. So flies away on a boat airship. <laughs> that's, that's, it might be the most incredible thing I've ever seen. And I love it, but I hate I've it. Ever seen. And so, yeah, that's it. That's it for our action. And so, big shock, David's leaving again. He's going to go do some doctor shit in Portland, look for a cure, whatever. It's going to lead to his death, obviously. And so, Banner and Matt say their goodbyes. And then, and then Hal and Matt are, are hanging out. And then Matt's, Hal gets his one last, oh, oh, golly, he's a, he's a real dummy, isn't he? Moment when Hal goes, Will you look at that? And Matt goes, Am I looking at it? Sorry, didn't mean to say... Relax, Sergeant. Because he's blind! <laughs> Yay! The Shia LaBeouf and then, clap. And, oh, and then I think they blew up the Fisk Tower. Because he's like, oh man, that tower isn't there anymore. I think Matt Murdock went fucking on New okay, York. Okay, that's... That's what happened, you... You gotta cut that out, though. <laughs> Why? This movie ends just like every other movie where... David's walking away and find a cure and Lonely Man themes playing and that's it. And so usually I'd write a whole paragraph final thoughts, but I knew that I I just wanted to get out of here. Yeah, you had one sentence. Literally, not as good as Hulk as Returns, not as good as the last one. The last one was incredible. But I still really liked it and 7.5 out of 10. I didn't really like it, but I liked it. I thought it was good. I think it's somewhere in like the six or seven range it's around the captain america movies for me it's about as good as those yeah except i think bill bixby elevates it and daredevil's really good too yeah it's definitely but i feel like the hulk parts of all these like of both of the hulk movies are like some of the less interesting stuff i don't think so i think i think that i feel like frigno and bill bixby are still great though yeah they're still great but i feel like the like the daredevil stuff in this one and the thor stuff in the last one are just yeah. better. Well, I think it's because you're introducing new elements, and that's... It's yeah, fresh. I, I just it don't think fresh. Hulk works too good when he's just on his own. Well, I think that's why Hulk hasn't been on his own in 11 years, probably. Yeah, probably. And I think that's that's a fair place for him, but I'm excited to watch him die. Um, <laughs> Even though you said you would cry. I probably will, but I'm still gonna watch it. It's gonna be pretty intense. I can't wait for that it to whole, be the worst one we've the, seen. Uh, well, yeah, probably, let's be honest. It's the third one, it's the it's last worse, one. The he's gonna Phoenix. die. No. Dark it's Phoenix. a one. Dark Phoenix. I, I would prefer a one to Dark Phoenix's wet four. And by the way, the women are always saving the men around here. You might want to think about changing the name to X-Women. <laughs> so. The fuck is a wet four? Just like a nothing. It's like a, just like a whatever, like a bland. A, a wet Wet four? toast. Anyway, this movie was pretty good. Twin Peaks. But not. Amazing. Yeah. 
Okay, everybody, I'm so, so, so sorry for this episode. This, this uh, episode is one of the, like, loosest ones we've ever done. This is a mess. This oh, is probably going to become more common, yeah. honestly. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, new style, <laughs> I guess. Because this is how Franny and I usually talk when we're not trying to be professional. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah. fucking whatever. It's just a mess. It's unstructured. And you know what? That's okay. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at MarvelMoviePod. You can email us at MarvelMoviePod at gmail.com. You, I'm at FlipDag on, on Instagram and Twitter. I haven't plugged that in a while. But... And on Twitter, the E and egg is a three. For some reason, Franny is a fugitive, just like David Banner. He will never give you his information, but you can DM me for his phone number. Um, what's the, um, uh, I'm trying to think of another weird 60s theme song. I don't know the Thor one. <laughs> do, 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 do. There we go. That's that's okay. That's pretty good. <laughs>